Okay, so more on the uh, hologram, the simulation theory. And I had this podcast uh, yesterday, I think it was, tying in computer chips and zero binary code, zeros and ones, and that it's potential or it's actualization, zero or one. And then that, that there's gateways of data that flow into this structure created by the, the digits and the chips, right? The, the binary code pretty much directing the energy through the chip structure that is the computer that creates the image and interface that you interact with to access the internet, uh, run programs, and do whatever a computer does. And tying that into our reality as a structure of electrical flow as well, uh, instead of zeros and ones, it's zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's a much more complex energetic structuring. And again, so there's ports of data that fill in these structures. And we are, as well, energetic structures, our beings, our bodies, our energetic structures, your nervous system is a free flowing of energy when you contract a, contract a muscle that is an energetic tensioning that moves the muscle. We call it, science looks at it as chemicals and we go with like, and everyone seems to believe it's this whole chemical thing, but if you hook electrodes up to you and you shock yourself, your muscles flex, right? I mean, is it, is it electricity creating the chemical to make that flexing? I don't know. I don't think so, though. I think we just look at everything more complexly than needed. We are an electrical system, an electrical being. That's why we have an electromagnetic field around our heart and around our brains, because those are the two central focal points of energy. And so when anytime there's electricity, there's a moving electricity, there's a, a magnetic field that's generated. And so uh, there is electricity flowing our th uh, through our body, and that's what's creating the electromagnetic field, of which we call the aura. And it's a proven thing in science. Like, it's not woo-woo, it's not spiritual mumbo-jumbo. It is a scientific fact that we produce an electromagnetic field. And so where do thoughts come from? Stick into the analogy of, you know, the z binary code, zeros and ones, constructing a, the flow of electricity through the chips to create that program, to create that interface. Um, again, so now as to the same with us, and so there's that port of data too, like we're connected to an internet, you could say a galactic internet, a, qu a quantum internet, uh, of which we receive thoughts and ideas and inspirations and ideas. I mean, if you look at like Tesla and Edison, they, Westinghouse, um, but a lot of innovators from the past say the same. I think it was Edison that talked about like he took like naps and would hold a metal ball and then as he dozed off he would have to catch the ball. He would feel the ball slip from his hand and he would wake up and catch and that's where he claimed to get his ideas right in the intermediary state between consciousness and unconscious. The thinking mind gets out of the way to allow something else to come in. We, in the spiritual community now, in the current community, which is very, it's a very good term, but it's downloading, right? Downloading information, downloading inspiration, downloading an innovative idea, right? It's a thought that just kind of comes out of nowhere. We open our energetic structure, um, just like a chip, chip set, right? Directing the energy flow, the electricity flow, to create an interface. And we can do that internally, and we can call it psychic energy, the internal restructuring of our nervous system to uh, be receptive to specific signals, right? We're like a radio receiving our consciousness as a radio station. Right. Our specific viewpoint is a channel that's on the cosmic radio waves, you could say. Um, and we can fluctuate our, our frequency. We can fluctuate you know, where we're tuning into. If we are a radio station, we have a tuning dial and we can tune into different frequencies, a different emotional state, sadness, depression, uh, happiness and joy and love. These are all things that we can consciously choose to tune into if we allow ourselves. Think about 
a loved one and you uh, with intensity and going into the thought you can create the emotion of that love for that loved one um, if you think of an old fear and you start going into that you can actually feel the fear right we can consciously consciously use our thoughts to create specific emotional states this is tuning our receiver to tune into specific wavelengths and so when you're receiving thoughts you're just receiving uh, residual thoughts usually right so if you go into a job interview and you start becoming overwhelmed and like oh i don't know if i can do this and you know what are they going to think of me they're going to they're not going to hire me and you're tapping into all the other people that sat in these same chairs waiting for the same interviews because you're tuning into that because you're going through the same experience but you can always consciously choose to come from a higher place or a different place, uh, go into it with joy and be more joyful. You're more likely to get hired in an interview, right? If, unless, it, as opposed to being anxious, um, you know, people can feel that, people can see that. Um, so if you consciously choose uh, higher states of being or more efficient, more beneficial states of being, I guess is a better way to term it, you get received better outcomes when you do things. Again, so people might look at this as mumbo-jumbo, and that's why I want to try to explain it from a, a, a down-to-earth point of view, right? It makes sense, right? If you think about it and try it for yourself, you'll see, wait, I can consciously create a loving feeling when I think about somebody I love, even if they're not there, right? And so you can consciously manipulate, consciously influence your own system uh, to elicit the emotional state of being you want to inhabit. And this goes to with, again, thoughts and innovations. Like if you want to create something, if you're consciously, continuously and consciously thinking about how to go about that thing or being, you restructure that nervous system and that port of data and recalibrate it to receive that thing you're looking for. Right? Just like the, uh, the what is it? The um, RSI, rotary, I can't think of the term, but it's where... Um, like you buy a car, a, a, red, a red Toyota, and then after you buy it and you start riding it, all you see are red Toyotas because now it, it's in your consciousness. And so you, your consciousness now seeks it out and start, start, start seeing it more. You know, we're receiving a lot of information that we don't consciously look at because it's too much. And so we, we restrict the, the flow so as to not confuse our experience if we were to take everything we'd be overwhelmed and be bewildered right if you consciously try to take in all your sensory information that you're receiving it's it can be a lot and so yeah this is a lost thing something that hasn't really been taught of like our own influential thing and that's a that's a mystery in and of itself is why why psychology isn't taught as you know a required thing taught in like high school right knowing how to influence one's own emotional state of being is super beneficial if you want to go into life right if our education system is meant on preparing us for life why isn't economics and um, psychology and and understanding one's emotions emotional intelligence why aren't these things taught in our modern education system so i look forward to that being restructured having an education system that's at, you know more taught attuned to finding people's unique purpose and creative outlet and learning how to uh, hone one's emotional states and be in control of themselves and not emotions over overwhelm them and take control over them and make them do irrash things uh, that they end up regretting later because I don't know what happened to me. I just got angry and I did things. It's like, no, we can retrain. We can 
It's like a muscle. Our psychic energy, our psychic influence of our emotional states is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes and the more easier it becomes. The thing is, a lot of people give up uh, too early. And so, you know, like, oh, yeah, I tried it for a little bit, but nothing happened. Well, you know, just like someone trying to lose weight, they go to the gym twice and be like, oh, you know, I didn't lose weight. So why keep trying? It's like, hmm, it takes a little bit more time to uh, get the outcomes you're seeking. So, yeah, again, sitting here by the creek things popping in and i'm sharing so hope you enjoyed hope it helped and it's like that's kind of we're all here to share our perspectives and information so we can all grow collectively the best understanding comes from a multitude of perspectives if we all share our perspective we come to a greater understanding of what the world is what's meant to happen and the best way to go about things and yeah so i see that as a future of things and it's beautiful and i'm excited And I'll talk to you later. Bye.